Da. Uh, okay, you ready? See, si, senor. <clears throat> okay. Well, everybody, welcome to Hat Trick Sports Talk. Uh, my name is Shane Hansen. Joined with me is uh, Brandon Wittis. How you doing today? Hello. Hello, hello. I'm good. Don't don't you mean you're Robert Solosi for the day? I know, right? I, it's kind of weird. We don't have Robert with us today. He's going camping for the Fourth of July weekend. Uh, should be should be a fun time. Uh, so you know, he always wanted just us to do a show because he thought that would be a train wreck. And so you know, we're gonna try and live up to that. Um, <laughs> not kidding. This is gonna be a serious intellectual hour of discussion. In- indeed. Uh, no. Um. So, let's see. First of all, let's talk about the Phoenix Suns. Okay. So, <clears throat> they are finally in the NBA Finals, and Chris Paul is finally going. Um, you know, th- this was – I was kind of surprised that they uh, – not that they won the series necessarily, but the fact that they were able to uh, make it with kind of with ease uh the fact that chris paul was out for you I, know, the first two i mean years. i mean was it really a surprise considering let, let's let's just put the facts on the table right yeah no Kawhi. that's yeah that's true the the refs gave them game two <laughs> and they also wait no the refs gave them one of the games they got lucky with game. They got lucky with game two. Was was game two the one with the alley oop dunk? The like. I, I feel like well, it was that there were two. Though. Basically, there were two games that Phoenix just like were given. Yeah. Honestly, you gotta feel like this game, like this series, should have been the Clippers. Like, I mean, I feel like it at least should have gone to seven. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think it should have gone seven. And honestly, I think if it, if it went seven, I believe – you have to believe that if it goes seven, Kawhi's in there. Like, he's not not playing. Probably. Like I mean, Here's the thing about Kawhi. He's so, like, he's so unreliable. <laughs> like, you never know if he's yeah, going to show up. But then... I mean, he he's very strange because when, he, when he's actually on the court, he's amazing. Yeah. But you don't know if he's going to be on the court. <laughs> it's a catch-22. And, and the other thing to, to talk about with Kawhi is uh, a lot of people are, at, are saying, like, oh, Kawhi's going to go to another team. There's no way Kawhi goes to another team. The, yeah, and I you think- know why I say that? Because he will lose so much money if he goes to another team, the way his contract is set up. If he's going to lose so much money. There's no way he goes to another team. Yeah. I mean, if if he did leave, I don't think it's on his own accord. <laughs> you know? I mean... Yeah. I could maybe see uh, the Clippers saying, we're going to move on from you because you're unreliable, whatever. But even that seems like a stretch. Uh, plus... I mean, the Clippers kind of seems like it's where he always wanted to be anyways, you know, so. I don't know, man. I Uh, I could have seen him with the Lakers, but at the same time, I don't know if Kawhi, I don't know if Kawhi and LeBron would, you know, would click. Oh, man, that would. I don't think that would work. Yeah. As good as they all are, 
I mean, that's too just, many. That's too many alphas in the yeah in the hen house. <laughs> and too many people missing. Too many games. But um, yeah, going back to the Suns, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I've been very vocal about my opinion of the Suns. I think they are a good team. I think they have a lot of players who are coming into the spotlight. Um, you got Booker. You got um, oh, what's his name? Um, I'm blanking on his name right now, but you got a couple players. You got a you got a couple players for the Suns who are coming into the the spotlight. Uh, I mean, you could argue that Booker's been in the spotlight for a while, uh, seeing as he is like the main guy. He's been the main guy. Um, yeah, he's I've been there one. I don't want the clip. The I don't. I will not be rooting for the Suns. I'll put it that way. <laughs> uh. I kind of want the Bucks to win, be, and to be honest, that's who I think is going to win the um, against between the Hawks and the Suns. I think, I mean, the Hawks and the uh, Bucks. I think the Bucks are going to win that series. But man, I just got to say it uh, once again. Even if the Suns do win the finals, every series they played was against a team that was not at full health. Right. So you have to ask the question, how can this be considered a not asterisked win? <laughs> like, yeah. the Lakers were hurt. Uh, Clippers were hurt. Who else did they play? Um, Who did they play in the second round? Um, Denver. Denver was hurt. Yeah. And now either, either uh, Atlanta or... Milwaukee will be hurt because I don't think um, I'm going to be very shocked if we see Giannis again, and I'm going to be equally shocked if we see Trey again for the ser- for the entire rest of the playoffs because a bone I think bruise Giannis is more likely. Yeah, uh, uh, Giannis is more likely. A bone bruise is pretty. Uh, that's a pretty serious thing. Like it's not like a broken broken bone or anything, but. I mean, I've had a bone bruise before. It you don't just like come back from it and start playing basketball again. Yeah, especially the way he plays. You know, I mean, he's yeah running around a lot, like a psycho, and and shooting threes and whatever all he does. I mean, Giannis was. I mean, he's not even listed as like, you know, will not play right now. He's just listed as doubtful. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I <clears throat> regardless, I think if you look at Milwaukee, it really just depends on whether or not Drew Holiday and uh, Chris Middleton can step up because <clears throat> sometimes they're really good, as we have seen, and sometimes they're not. <laughs> they might as well not yeah. even be there. Uh, so, I mean, th- th- even in this series, we've seen that, you know, <clears throat> obviously – uh, there, there's been a lot of back and forth in this series between the two teams. It's been kind of unpredictable as to who will win and who won't, and you know, going back and forth. <clears throat> you know, I think, I I think if, I think regardless of who does win, I imagine 
the NBA Finals will be a very competitive series. Like it'll, I mean, I I think it'll probably be a six seven game series, especially if, uh, you know, if their stars are still out. <clears throat> and, you know, the fact that they are both out now, to me, makes the series kind of interesting because they have to rely on, you know, the guys that they don't normally lean on. You know what I mean? Um, so I think it kind of it kind of brings out the best and worst in certain guys and you just, I don't know. It's just interesting. Yeah. Um, I agree with you. And speaking of war, speaking of worst, uh, what did you think of, uh, the, the shove at the end of the game to Chris Paul? <laughs> I personally think he deserved it because, why? <laughs> uh, cause Chris, as, uh, as Skip Bayless said, uh, Chris Paul talks a lot of crap. You know. Oh yeah. He yeah. talks a lot, and he kind of got. I mean, it was what like five minutes left of the game. It was over. Yes, it was unsportsmanlike, but like, come on. Everybody's always felt like doing that. <laughs> everybody's already had. Everybody's always had someone they've played against where it's like, just like, just, just shut up. Like, come on. Yeah, just play. Yeah. <clears throat> Which is my biggest problem with the clip with the uh, Suns. It's just like they don't just play. They have to like they just talk, 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 talk. Yeah, it's like they got to make it a they got to make it like a WWE event or something. Yes, that's exactly. <laughs> it's like you got <laughs> yeah. flopping, you got talking, you got trash talk, you got fights. I mean, yeah, Lot, lots of drama. Speaking of drama in the in the Western Conference, uh, Chris Haynes is reporting that Damian Lillard's frustration over Portland not being a championship contender, as well as the controversial hiring of Chauncey Billups as head coach, may push him out of Portland. And uh, understandably, I might add, <laughs> you know, like I look at Damian Lillard and. You know, in my opinion, he's probably a top three point guard in the NBA right now. And, you know, if I'm him, and it's like, yeah, I'm in the prime of my career. I want to win. Especially, you know, especially this summer, he's going to go to Tokyo and he's going to be hanging out with KD and all these fancy guys. And he'll be like, oh, I could be playing with guys like this. Come on, you know, not that he's going to go to the Nets, but. Um, you know, and I feel like he's just going to come back to small town Portland and be like, nah, this isn't, this isn't, this isn't working. Yeah. Um, you know, like <laughs> apparently he's being courted by LeBron to go to the, uh, Lakers. I very much doubt he's going to go to the Lakers. Uh, I think he's I don't, expensive. I don't see him. Well, that's one thing. I don't think the Lakers have the money yeah. to bring in another superstar unless they want to just like cut bait with a lot of their piece players. I mean, it'd have um, to be a type of thing where they, they'd probably only bring him in for like a year or two and because they want to win now. Win yeah. Like LeBron or whoever. And then 
rebuild after that eventually because they're gonna have no cap <laughs> yeah um i don't know i also don't think that like i don't i don't see damian lillard as a guy who wants to play third fiddle to yeah. lebron and 80 i think he wants to go somewhere where he's still gonna be the captain you know he's still gonna be the the, the leader he's still gonna be the but the problem with that is there's no – I don't think there's really a team out there that's on the precipice of winning and all they need to add is may, – well, maybe – okay, maybe you could argue if you went somewhere like Orlando or uh, Charlotte or Miami. Uh, Chicago, Miami. I could see Miami. Yeah. Personally, I think – personally, I think if you put Damian Lillard in Charlotte with guys after how they played this year – I, I see that as a I see that team immediately becoming a playoff threat because think yeah. about how they play think about how they played this year they have young like they are a young talented team and I would argue that they need somebody to lead them. I mean, all I know for sure is that if I'm him, I'm going to the Eastern Conference. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm out. Ooh, <laughs> because... what if Toronto snagged him? What? Mm, to replace because because uh is Lowry our, out of there? Lowry's pretty much out. Yeah, like he's pretty much like peace. Like I'm out. Deuces by. Yeah, uh, I could see Toronto being like, "Hey, Portland, want to make a trade? I'll give you Lowry. You give us Damian Lillard." Yeah. I mean, look, like Lowry's old, yes, but like if you're getting rid of Lillard, um. Portland's not exactly going to be a contender any like for the, anytime soon, um, and not you throw. I think honestly, man, like people, Robert might scoff at this when he sees this, but like <laughs> I, I would not like. I'm I'm usually just put Toronto teams up there just because I'm like a homer, but like I could legitimately see no, Damian. I could legit see Damian Lillard being successful in Toronto. Yeah. Um, just with the way he plays, you know, and like, um, lots of young, talented players around him. Especially if, especially if Toronto drafts someone like Jalen Suggs, and like you put just like true. all these young players with Lillard getting to be the true leader. I mean, that's even if we don't get Lillard, I believe Toronto is a very enticing place for for a middle of the road player. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's because that's their thing for me is they they have a lot of like Toronto to me has a lot of B players, but not like that A player, you know. Well, that's that was that was what that was what the situation was when we got Kawhi. Right. Like we we had the B players for Kawhi to lead, and he comes in, and everybody works well together, and Kawhi's like, "Hey, this is how you win," and right. that's the thing. I think that's something that a lot of teams don't think about. Um. You need that one guy who knows how to win. Yeah. And I think that was Chris Paul for the Suns. Uh, yeah. Like he, he had he had he knew like he'd never made it to the finals, but he knew how to win. Well, he knew what it that, takes. But he just he's he's just he's a veteran presence, you know, with experience. He's a leader yeah. by just naturally. So yeah. And which <clears throat> with a team like especially with a team like Toronto where there are a lot of kind of old and young guys, 
you know, I, I feel like it'd be good to ha- kind of have that guy yeah. in the middle to sort of bring everyone together. Um, but, uh, yeah, so the the hiring of Chauncey Billups, uh, for those of you who may not know, there was a sexual assault allegation from 1997 against Billups, uh, which is gaining momentum and negative reactions to the potential hiring. And the Blazers have a press conference scheduled for Tuesday when they're expected to announce the hiring of Billups. Uh, but you have to wonder if it is you know, set in stone now that the Twitterverse is kind of blowing up. But either way, an unhappy Lillard is the last thing the Blazers need. And, you know, general manager uh, Neil Olshi, is that his name? He's going. He's going to get blasted if things don't turn around sooner than later in Portland. Yeah. So, well, the problem with okay, here's the thing with Portland, right? And we talked about this, I think, at the beginning of the, of the playoffs. Um, I think we talked about this when Portland got knocked out in the first round. Uh, Portland does the same dance over and over again. Yeah, they do the same thing. They have a really good. They have a pretty good regular season. Everybody goes, wow, Portland. Oh, my God, they're so good. Oh, TV, my goodness. Really flashy. Then they, like, get towards the end of the season and they start, like, kind of, like, malfunctioning a little bit. They go yeah. into the playoffs, like, on their last breaths. Uh, Damian Lillard always looks like he's pissed <laughs> off in the first round about something. <laughs> and then they lose. Yeah, they go into the playoffs and realize, oh wait, we have to play defense now, don't we? And then, and then in the off season, guess what happens? Everybody's like, "Hey, Portland, get some new players." And Portland's like, mm, "Nah, we're good. <laughs> we're gonna just uh, keep all our ra- our guys and just repeat, rinse, recycle." And I'm over here like, "Do you not? Do you not see the other teams in the league like picking up?" new players and adjusting and getting right. better. I mean, it, Going it doesn't, forward, not I mean, I feel like NBA, the NBA is the one league you can't afford to like not adjust if it doesn't work. Yeah. Cause it's a very fast moving, quickly evolving game. You know, yeah. you got to keep up with it uh, more so than I think than other, than most other sports, at least that I can think of, but, um well let's see uh jalen harris has reportedly been dismissed and disqualified from the nba for violating the leads the league's anti-drug program uh harris will be able to apply for reinstatement in one year but the second to last pick of the 2020 draft could have a tough time finding his way back into the league with this now on his resume he appeared in just 13 games the Raptors his rookie season but he did have a nice performance in his final game of the year scoring 31 points with five threes while Toronto rested every relevant player on the roster so um why don't we discuss the differences between the substance abuse policy in the NBA versus other leagues well, the question, the first question I have is like, do we know what his, what the drug he took was? Uh, I don't know. Um, 
let's see. Because, like, I don't really know what, like, <laughs> I don't know what the, like, in the NFL, it's like, unless you're taking, like, steroids, you're pretty much, or, like, God forbid you smoke some weed. Yeah, exactly. You're, I'm like, you're that. fine. I don't even um, think the NHL has a drug policy. <laughs> and yeah. MLB's over here just like eh, sure. Uh I don't I can't see what it what That's it interesting. Be. That's kind of which interesting is, that it's not being released. Yeah. Which is it may, that kind of makes me think it's more than just marijuana. Yeah. Because the I mean, if I'm correct, the NBA has haven't they softened up a little bit on marijuana? Yeah, I think it's like depending on state, Different. like depending on the state and how it's um, you know, yeah. Which, um, I guess for his case that doesn't really apply, but <laughs> um. Well, unless he was in Florida because of this. Well, anyways. Yeah, it's... I mean, I really hope that it wasn't marijuana because that's kind of dumb, in my opinion. Uh, yeah. That, that Who is it that... Um, that girl that was supposed to be in the Olympics to run track. Oh, yeah. That just came out, like, this morning, I think. She yeah. was suspended and now can't do the was it the hundred meter dash? Yeah, she smoked weed and it's just it's like why? Like it's the same thing as you know having a drink, really. I mean, right? <laughs> it's like how is that going to affect you? If anything, how is that going to help you yeah, in track if, and field? If anything, like it would make you worse. Yeah, <laughs> you know. I mean, you still probably wouldn't if you're just doing it casually, you know, but I don't know. I mean, hopefully, yeah. hopefully, I think Miles Garrett was saying, like, hopefully by the next Olympics, this won't be the case, which, you know, I normally think that guy's a freak, but I kind of agree with him <laughs> on that. Um, but, you know, yeah. I guess we will just see on that. Uh, well, speaking of big changes, the NCAA is now allowing uh, college players to uh, take money on endorsements, <sighs> jersey sales, such and such, which I think makes sense. However, if you really think about it, that's going to apply to, like, in football, the quarterback, the running back, your receiver, and, like, maybe a star defensive player, and that's it. You know? I don't know, man. I, I think you're going to have, like – you, I think you're wrong. I think you're gonna see play in like places like Alabama in in or like Gainesville, Florida. Well, I mean that's you're different. gonna see you're gonna see like the offensive linemen getting starring in like in like local like uh, car commercials and getting like five hundred thousand dollars, which <laughs> honestly for a lot of these guys is kind of like. Okay, here's my thing. I'm okay, and I had this conversation with my mom this morning. 
I'm okay with players making money on like a logical level. Like, I don't know, a couple thousand, hundred thousand, I don't know, you know, making some money to be able to actually eat and get groceries. Paper bills, you know. Pay bills, look nice. Yeah. Uh, not make two million dollars. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, three it, players I've already seen who have signed multi-million dollar deals to be like endorse things or be the face of things, and I'm like, this is what I saw coming. Like, yeah. you're st- like you're technically an amateur. You are in <laughs> college. That, like, that's the thing. I mean. It's like Trevor Lawrence. I'm pretty sure that dude's already a millionaire. And like, he hasn't yeah. even, like before he was even drafted, you know, like, I don't know. I mean, I, I like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not opposed to having them uh, paid, you know, just like a regular old day job. Um, because right. I mean, that's essentially what it is. If we're being honest. All right. Football's their day job. Like it's even in college, you know, they, they really don't have time for much else. Like they, they do job. They have their season from like September to what January, well, and they then start practicing or in in like June or July. Well, that's the thing. Like I was gonna say, like they have football. They have their season from September to like December. Yeah. Then they have like December, January, and February off, and then they do March through April spring training. Oh, that's true, actually. Yeah. And then they take, then they have May off, and then it's like, oh, school's over. Guess what? You stay on campus and you get a practice June, July, August. Yeah. It's like they basically are always on campus. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I don't, I think if, if they should be paid a salary, though. It shouldn't be from, like, from tax dollars, like, from the government. It should be from ticket sales. Right. You know, money that they make directly because they have plenty. They don't need to fatten their pockets anymore. They can afford to They can afford to spare their players <laughs> who make their money just a little bit. I mean, they, you know, it costs what a hundred bucks just to go to a game yeah like you know multiply that by sixty thousand, you get a very large number that i can't think of at the moment um (laughs) so that would be my my two cents but eh, whatever yeah um i do wonder if these players are gonna get if if it's gonna trickle down to the players who have graduated and moved on to the nfl if like that was if 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 they'll get if like the sales of their jerseys will you know because like you still get college jerseys that are sold with names of players on it and yeah i don't know it's tricky i mean if it it was sold in the past like how do you i don't think see see like that's the whole thing like reggie bush is trying to get make the argument that like oh now that it's legal you should just let me have my Heisman back. It's like, no, you broke the rules when it was illegal. Like, yeah. Like you don't get to just get your stuff back because you, because it's legal now, even though you broke the rules then it's like, no, like 
bad Reggie Bush, bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I I understand where he's coming from, but but then again, like you said, you know, things were different then. Yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't, I don't know, it doesn't totally apply, but I don't know. It's it, I I just I had a feeling that if this was going to happen or when it was going to happen, I knew it would be messy because I knew there were going to be people like him or like Joe Burrow. I could very well see him saying something because he was pretty vocal about, yeah, uh, you know, players and being paid and whatnot. So we'll have to see. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be interesting uh, without a doubt, but um, perhaps the, Perhaps the greatest, or not greatest, but the the most severe news <laughs> uh, comes from your favorite guy, uh, Trevor Bauer, who <clears throat> was accused of sexual assault by was it two women or one woman or one? Have you read the the supposed details of this? I did. It's it's disgusting. Yeah. It's. It's like, yeah. I mean, not that. And and like, I know that we're. I'm. I. I'm not gonna say my opinion on like whether he's, you know, like guilty or not guilty. You know, innocent until proven guilty. But like, look, this man. I've I've watched a lot of his YouTube videos. I've watched his vlogs. I've watched. I've seen him talk about things. He kind of seems like a scumbag. He seems like a scumbag. Yeah, and like, <laughs> you know, I. You said it. I wasn't gonna say it, but like. He's just—he's such a frat boy, <laughs> like, and it—it just—it just like, I don't know. I kind of got to side with the with the girl for now, like, yeah. It just, yeah, and the fact that the Dodgers are letting him pitch on Sunday. Well, he's on seven day ministry. Infuriates but... me. Yeah. Well, they're 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 head coach has said he will pitch his next start. I mean, I don't know. Which I, I mean, guess, I guess it's the Dodgers. Them. So like not a huge <laughs> shocker there. Yeah. But like, not, not like the Dodgers have a history of being a morally sound team, but right. You know, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess maybe they're approaching it like, well, nothing's proven yet. So we're not going to do that to him, you know? Which I guess yeah, but, is fair, but I mean, it's, I, I'm, you know, I'm not normally a guy who likes to say that either side is right or wrong in cases like these, because we just don't know uh, until the investigation is done and we know proper information. That's why I like with the Antonio Brown case, I just said, we'll see. Same with the Deshaun Watson case. I just said, ah, we'll see. I don't know. But in this case, I'm, I kind of, I kind of believe her, honestly. Well, for me, I was like, at first I was on the, I was on the fence, but then I read the thing and I was like, oh my God, these, this statement is way too vivid and way too like, right. detailed yeah. for her to just be making this up. If she's making it up, this is the world's greatest fiction writer like <laughs> i mean i shouldn't laugh but 
I read some of this stuff and I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, oh my God. And it was, <laughs> I mean, it was a long. Oh, it was long. Stuff. Like pages and pages. Yeah, like it, it wasn't it, just like a yeah a paragraph like oh he did this to me yeah it know? was pages and pages very detailed very graphic very very messed up like describing how they met and everything yeah yeah i i gotta be wondering what's going through his his agent's mind right now because <laughs> she's like the only prominent female uh agent in mlb yeah i wonder what she is thinking about this i mean i wonder if she's like gonna come out with a statement saying something in either support or against i really him. don't see how she can because if know. she supports him she's gonna be attacked or she's gonna stay silent probably she's gonna stay silent because if yeah. she supports him he'll be attacked if he if she doesn't support him, or if she badmouths him, well, then what? Like, she'll be attacked. <laughs> right. It's like, okay, well, you might as well just stop being his agent then. Um, <laughs> yeah, honestly. But that it might it, happen. The, yeah. And the problem for me, the thing I see is the problem is he already has, I'm not going to say any specifics, but he has a very specific group of people who follow him loyally already. Yeah. Um, you can kind of put the pieces together in what I'm trying to say here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He has specific political opinions. He has group of, he has very specific types of way he likes to talk. He's been very outspoken on his opinions, on his vlog. I think this could get kind of ugly. I definitely think it will. You know, I mean, he's already such a controversial yeah. person even before this happened. So now this is just, yeah, it's just adding gas to a fire, you know? <laughs> yeah. And apparently uh, there was, he was kind of, he was hated by, apparently I, I, I read a quote saying he was hated by, uh, writers in, in uh cleveland because he was always in a bad mood for he was just uh no he was in cleveland first oh he was yeah remember he threw the ball over the fence that's where he was when he oh i didn't know that okay, yeah. yeah he was there for like he he played he pitched in the playoffs a couple times he pitched in the world series for them uh but like, if you really want to see how foul of a mood he can get into, go watch his last vlog where they got swept by the um, uh, I forget who it was, uh, Padres. Uh, he's just like he doesn't hide his emotion well, <laughs> and it's not just like a, oh shucks we lost, like oh boy, it's like a. It's like a psychopath level, like, like screaming anger. at his teammates and cussing them out. Well, not even screaming at his teammates. Like you don't see that in the vlog, but like I could tell that the, that he could probably be like that. Um, he went all Tom Brady on him. 
I would even, I mean, not even Tom Brady. Like, I, I mean, Tom Brady's intense, but like, I get the sense that Tom Brady's like actually a nice person behind the scenes. I don't think, I, I don't think, uh, off the field, Trevor Bauer's a nice person, you know? No. Yeah, no. But, you know, these are all speculations. Speculations. <laughs> um, just to be clear, <laughs> yeah. These are not opinions, these are speculations. Uh, not that that's just, any better. Just Shane and Brennan, a couple assholes on the internet, bowed mouth yeah, people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's what we do. Um, um, yeah. Well, and another thing that's happening with uh, pitchers right now, it's a, it's a hot topic. Ugh, <laughs> the MLB is, like, not doing a great job right now. They're, they're, yeah, they're, they're going down fast. <laughs> uh, Seattle Mariners, Hector Santiago, is the first player to be ejected amid MLB's crackdown. Better yeah. reliever says, all I used was rosin, otherwise known as like tree resin. Um, yeah, as if that's okay. Like, I, last I checked that that was against the rules. <laughs> well, no, it is. You can use rosin. You can? Yeah. Oh. I mean, there's a there's a reason they put a rosin bag on the the, the like... Oh, that is? Yeah. They like, put, but the problem is it like you're not supposed to put it on like the pit your pitching arm because it might like drip down into your glove. Uh, but when you're, but think about it this way: when you're picking it up and you're tossing it around, it's gonna get like. And here is the thing: they're not when they when they first initially said like, "Oh, we're going after." foreign op- substances they were going after stuff like extremely high caliber glue right not rosin so i mean it feels a little sus that the league would take would would have the first person to get hit by this be a no one pitcher like yeah yeah no i mean if anything i was expecting it to be some star you know yeah i do it doesn't make me wonder though if he used something more that he's just saying yeah that all he did was rosin to kind of cover it up i guess um but I guess I mean I assume an investigation will be done with all that, so we will find out. <laughs> yeah, well that's the thing. They're apparently they're not even doing a investigation. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's weird too. They like took his glove, sent it to New York, and they're just like, eh, we're not even gonna, you know. Yeah, what that's weird. That's very weird. Well, and how, and how long is he ejected for? Do you know? Ten days. Huh. Weird. Yeah, I... I think just as a whole... Baseball is going down a very slippery path <laughs> right now. And it's... I... I don't know. They gotta do something because I don't see it ending anytime soon at this rate. Yeah. 
because they're losing fans fast <laughs> and the integrity of the game is going away. There's, you know, lots of drama. Lots yeah. Of yeah. Yeah. Not, not good for them. Here's a good laugh. Uh, the Sixers are fielding offers for Ben Simmons. They turned down a deal with the Pacers that included Malcolm Brogdon in a first-round pick. Really? That right there is better than Ben Simmons. Yeah. <laughs> you get an all-star in Malcolm Brogdon, and you get a first-round pick. Like, wow. come on. That's... But what, what do you think you're going to get for Ben Simmons, the man who crashed and burned the playoffs? Yeah, what are they expecting to get, 80 or something? That's kind of a steal, honestly. Yeah, I if I'm the GM, I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> I'll take Malcolm Brogdon in a first-round pick for, I don't know, maybe Doc Rivers is like, he's my pet project. I mean, is he, though? <laughs> I, I don't know. Apparently, <laughs> he, went, he went from talking crap to, like, being like, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll, wor- I'll work with you. Wow. I don't know. I mean, I don't think either side really wants him around. Yeah. Including himself. <laughs> yeah. So, you know. Um, yeah, that, that'll be... Yeah, the, the trade circuit this year will be interesting. Uh, yeah. With all these guys like Ben Simmons and whatever. Um. Oh, we haven't gotten to a pop culture topic in a while. And since it's just us. We want to talk about. I, well, you, you wanted to talk about movies, right? Sure. Upcoming movies. Sure. So Black Widow. Yeah. <laughs> the movie that the movie that never came out. I feel like. I feel like it's going to be good, but kind of like underwhelming i guess because it it should have it should have come out in like 2017 i think so like you think it should have been moved up to in in like before and like you should it should have been part of the yeah that's when it takes place you know well it takes place it was weird is it takes place like after civil war yeah yes that's what i mean should have yeah like around that time you know yeah or release it when Captain Marvel was, you know. That's yeah, like, that's your like, female uh, a solo film, right? Bef- between the two Avengers movies, like it feels Could've like that. But no, let's do Captain Marvel instead. <laughs> yeah, you know. I don't know. I think they had plans for this movie, and they needed certain things in place. Like, I think they needed to reintroduce like. Thunderbolt Ross and and like well they did that in Civil War so they could have done yeah. it right after Civil War. Yeah. It would have made sense because like well was she on the run yet? No. Cuz she she sided with the good guys uh in Civil War the and then turned right and that that would have made sense cuz she could have been on the run they could have had Taskmaster go after her. Yeah. Instead now you have a Han Solo situation where yeah. <laughs> you're 
character, your beloved character gets killed off and then a year, spoilers, and then a year or two later, oh, we're going to have a solo prequel. Movie. Yeah. It's like, why? <laughs> well, here's, you know? here's, here's something weird that I heard Kevin Feige say. He said he would love to work to work with uh, Scarlett Johansson in the MCU again in some form. How? And I'm like, what, you about to get, like, what, you about to go get the, like, freaking, like, uh, soul stone to revive her? Because <laughs> I know there's ways, and I know there's, like, certain ways in Marvel for them to, like, bring characters back. Like They could bring her back somehow if they wanted But, to. like, why? Of all the characters no, to bring back, I mean, I guess they could be like, if they wanted to, they could make that like a, a plot and like Hawkeye have like Barton be like, oh, I'm going to go bring her back. Um, well, Florence Pugh is in the Hawkeye series. But like, we, but here's the, that's another problem I have. We all know, like, we, <laughs> it's not a, it's not like a surprise anymore. It's like, yeah. It, if, if you were going to do the damn series, they should have just been like, okay, I guess we already pushed it enough. Let's just push it until after Hawkeye. But the problem is that was, I bet that was their plan originally. They were going to have it come out after Hawkeye originally, but like, you know. Because like, I don't know. I'll have to wait to see the movie. Yeah. It might be like Only a, a situation. <laughs> I mean, yeah. The I, the basic, I, the trailers kind of make it very, make it clear, like, oh, there's so many Black Widows, and it's like, okay, well, you know, yeah, <sighs> I don't know, yeah, I want, I'm, I'm more excited for Shang Chi. Yeah, that looks pretty cool. Like, it looks pretty, pretty badass. Yeah, yeah, and the one I'm really looking forward to is. Um... Well, Spider-Man should be... At this, I can't even give a crap about Spider-Man right now <laughs> because, like, we're, like, what? Four months? But what really looks good... There's no trailer yet? ...is the next Doctor Strange movie. Okay. A Sam Raimi horror movie? I mean... Doctor Strange? That sounds interesting. Yeah, but, like, we know nothing Long about it. I mean, we know a little bit about it. I mean, we know. We know movie directed by Sam yeah, we know that Wanda is. We know that Wanda is going to be in it. Yeah. Uh. I can probably tell you, having watched Loki, that shit's going to be whack. Uh. <laughs> yeah. See, people are theorizing that like they're just going to drop a trailer for Spider Man at the end of Loki, and I'm like, why? Yeah. Why? Like. I bet if I was gonna bet, they would put a trailer for Spider Man probably attached to Venom. But that's like what October? That's two months before. Yeah. Don't they usually start dropping trailers for stuff like four months out? Or like six. Yeah, like they drop like a teaser like six months out, and like three months, four months, it's like another teaser. Three months out, it's like a regular trailer. Yeah. Speaking of, ra- speaking of speaking of teaser trailers, 
Speaking eh, speak of teaser trailers, <laughs> I saw, I saw, uh, I want to see Fast and Furious Nine. Oh yeah. And I saw a trailer, a teaser trailer for Jurassic World Dominion. Oh really? Which uh, who's in that? All the peoples. All the people. All three of the original from Jurassic Park. Oh. Plus the plus uh uh Jessica Chastain and uh uh Chris Pratt. Oh, I thought he wasn't in it. No, he's in it. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Is there any non Marvel stuff? Is there any non Marvel stuff you're excited for? I am curious about speaking of Chris Pratt. Um that new movie is in the Tomorrow. Oh yeah, yeah the Tomorrow that, Wars. That's all like Amazon Prime. I, I'm hearing very mixed things about it. Yeah, some people are saying it's really good, and then IGN's just out here like with the worst reviews. Like <laughs> that the last like they gave like the last Loki episode like a five out of ten, and then they're out here giving this the movie like a three out of ten, and that all, everybody's just like, "What are you smoking?" <laughs> I auditioned to be in that movie. Really? The Tomorrow Wars? Yeah. It was, <clears throat> I saw a casting call for it That's on fine. IMDb Pro, like, yeah, two years ago. And it was, like, filming in Atlanta, starring Chris Pratt. And it didn't even say the title, but it was, like, uh, about a soldier who goes to the future and uh, this and that, whatever. And I was, like, hmm. And then I started seeing this Tomorrow War with Chris Pratt, and I was, like, that's it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, they wanted people with military experience to be the. Oh, uh, yeah. I obviously don't have so. It's uh, like for me, which it's is really an interesting. Yeah. Note, but yeah, it's funny that it started out as like they're like, oh, it's gonna be in theaters, and then they're like, psych, it's gonna be on Amazon. Isn't it both? Is this... No. Oh. Amazon bought it. Well, that's interesting. Either Amazon bought it or Amazon was like, we're going to put it in theaters, but then they were like, this movie's not going to make any money in theaters. So, like... <laughs> but, like, you'd think it would, it would, though, because it seems like a film that would be, like, your typical summer fair. Yeah, it's an action blockbuster. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Fast 9. <laughs> I heard that was bad. It's so dumb. <laughs> but I mean, like they, they they kind of all are at this point. Like the I mean they ones, just, you know? I'm so impressed with how they managed to keep making it dumber and dumber. <laughs> like my dad at the end, I saw it with my dad, and we both I looked at him at the end, he's like, I don't know what's stupider, the plot or the action. <laughs> like Yes. <laughs> like I'm a fan of Fast and Furious. I liked the first couple. I liked like up Five until si- up too. until six. I liked them. Yeah. And then after that, it's like, oh my god, what are they doing? <laughs> There's another two of these things. Oh god. Uh, they are making two more. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. I'm trying to think of. There's like, was it was weird about this year for films is like. Like the companies are trying to shove all their movies that they were supposed to release last year into this film year so that they can have a clear slate for next year. Yeah. And as a result, there's just tons of stuff. 
it's just a ton of random ass movies that you would like would not get at this time of the year. Yeah. It's weird because you'll get like three weeks of like big movies and then there's just like a off week. Like <laughs> like, yeah, like five big movies in one week. It well like t- t- like this week this weekend you're getting like nothing to see in the theaters. It's like Boss Baby 2, uh The Forever Purge and some random movie called Zola. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> and then I think next week is like is like uh Black Widow. Black Widow. Yeah. Next week is just Black Widow. <laughs> that's weird. And then then a week after that, it's Space Jam. Oh, Robert's gonna have a heyday over that. And escape room to Robert wants to wants us all to go see Space Jam. I told him <laughs> I'm on maybe on that. Uh, I mean, LeBron is not a terrible actor. I'll give him that. But yeah, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, it'd probably be fun regardless. Yeah. Dude, there's going to be so many big name movies in like 2022. But like the end of 2020 of 2021 is going to be crazy. You got like from September onwards, you have like Shang-Chi, you got uh, Venom, Many Saints in Newark, No Time to Die, Halloween Kills, Dune, French Dispatch, Last Night in Soho. Eternals, Ghostbusters Afterlife, Top Gun, uh, West Side Story, Spider-Man, Matrix 4. This be cool. Yeah, because they need another Matrix movie. I didn't even know that they pushed... Uh, I didn't even know that they pushed Death on the Nile to 2022. You know, it's funny. Before all the COVID delays... Um... John Wick 4 and Matrix 4 were supposed to be the same day. <laughs> same day. And I was probably going to see them both in the same day. Keanu was du- about to make a lot of money. I, I know. I was going to do it. I was probably going to do a John Wick double feature. I was like, uh, Keanu Reeves double feature. I was like, you know, I'll go see whatever this random ass Matrix movie is and yeah. then go see John Wick's. Yeah, that, or, Matrix is a movie that probably should never even have had a second film. I mean, but it was a trilogy. It was written as a trilogy, you know. So like, the first one was great. The second one was decent. The third one was trash. I didn't even and really I enjoy the second one all that much. I have no idea what they're gonna do in the fourth one. <laughs> it's kind of. It's like uh, fourth movies are strange for me. Yeah, because they're like. I don't know. A lot of times they they just feel like total cash grabs, which I mean in reality they all pretty much are, but sometimes they feel like cash grabs, but other times it's like they're actually they add something else to the story. It's like, "Oh, yeah. Okay." And then I'm trying to I'm trying to remember what the last fourth of something that I saw that was good. 
See, but there's no. Um, it's so rare to get a fourth, you know, like. Yeah, well, I mean, there's like there's there's Avengers. Um, yeah. Uh, Mission Impossible. That's a sure. good fourth. Um, it's not a movie, but Uncharted has a great right. fourth. Yeah. I don't. Bruh, Mission. Speaking of Mission Impossible, well, Mission Impossible. If you count, yeah. Mission Mission Impossible Seven and John Wick Four come out on the same day next year. Ooh. I know what I'm doing that weekend. Too too high, fast-paced action movies in the same day. Yeah. Well, I know which one I. Oh, Mission Impossible Seven. That's the first one I'm going to. Yeah, I'm probably not gonna see. I'm not a big John Wick guy. Really? Yeah, I don't know. I don't. John Wick's so fun. I mean, I, I understand why people like him. It's just not. They killed his dog, him. so he got revenge. Well, yeah, and I it know. it just raveled into a you know. But after a while, it's like, okay, we know that you can punch people and kill them with pencils. Like, let's let's see something else. I mean, the third one had some very impressive action. No, I know. They, I mean, they used a horse to kill someone. <laughs> No, I mean it's just like I feel like it's just nonstop action and like no substance or very little. I should. Say. But that's what I go to the movie for. No, just... I know that that's the point of it. That's just not my okay thing yeah. personally. That's fair. But you say nonstop nonstop action. Mission Impossible Seven is probably Mission Impossible Six was very nonstop action. Yeah, but it's like it was like a pause still... to breathe. Yeah, but there's still a there's still like a really intense story going on. True. You know, there's like espionage and somebody not knowing who the other person is or whatever. Yeah. Deception and whatever. Whereas I mean, mission. Of, like, yeah. Bang 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 bang. <laughs> I shoot. Mission you, Mission shoot Impossible. You. Mission Impossible did at least invent the whole like mask tearing off thing. They kind of did. In Just a way. like it was me all along. <laughs> no, that was Scooby Doo, actually. Yeah, true. <laughs> it was an homage to Scooby Doo. Yeah, speaking of Scooby Doo, you ever watch? <laughs> I don't know why I'm thinking about this, but you ever watch the Scooby Doo and Batman crossover? No. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like Batman and Robin teamed up with, with, uh, with the gang to to take down uh, some plot by the Joker and Penguin nice and i think like the riddler was involved or something too that's hilarious it was great and they like went back to the bat cave and scooby or uh shaggy was like he said like batman do you have uh cookies or anything or uh what did he say scooby snacks or whatever he's like no but i have bat cookies and then there's like a (laughs) these cookies just in the shape of a bat and he gives it to him (laughs) <laughs> that's very cheesy yeah. <laughs> i mean it, it came out just in the to, 60s oh okay so, you know. oh wait okay i thought you were, i thought it was like a modern day thing no 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 it was like okay. old school like 60s, oh okay scooby-doo back when it was the adam west batman and they were like hanging out of the helicopter and he was like hand me the bat shark repellent oh my god <laughs> uh <laughs> 
It's me, TV's Adam West. I, I don't even think of him as Batman. I just think of him as the mayor of, Co- of Quahog. <laughs> yeah, right. The strangest mayor ever. This is how we used to do this in the back of the day, climbing up the wall. Just do we do? Did you know that? Yeah, that's weird. I mean, it makes sense, but <laughs> if I ever get in a fight with someone, I'm calling you to go biff, baff, poof, pow. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be like what? Bang. Anyway, uh, I think that's all we got for today. Yes, yes, yes. Um, well, this was our, this was our, uh, episode with no, this Robert. was our attempt without was, Robert. Um, it was kind of strange. I mean, yeah, you know, there's like, there were no arguments or anything or see, uh, I think Robert initiates the arguments, even though he doesn't want to admit it. Well, no, he like gives his take, but then you go crazy over it. I yeah. Cause his takes funny. are, his takes are crazy. And then I'm just sitting here like, Hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> sure just like i'm here uh, i'm the middle man <laughs> i exist i have no i have nothing to say right now yeah which in other words um it's more fun when he's here <laughs> yeah pretty much um uh you know it's we complete the dynamic that way yeah. but uh regardless uh you know we hope he's having a fun time this weekend and he'll be back with us next week or you know, whatever it is we we record and uh Until then, thank you for watching, and we will see you next time. Bye-bye.